Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour of the week. Fist pump time on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. We're brought to you by the Low T Center. Uh, Best Buy Windows and Siding and A Number One Air. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, Bobby Bell. We got MVP. Ruben hit his wall. Oh, he... He hit the wall. Yeah, he did. And didn't even go out last night. No. Stayed in. Didn't go out to the final team dinner. And he is still hurting for certain today. And they have him flying out at freaking 8 o'clock tonight. Ah, poor, poor guy. Look, if anybody should be hitting a wall, it's me. And I'm not. Uh, you've been winning money. You've been having a good old time. You've been getting sleep. You no, should not be hitting a wall. Choppy should be hitting a wall. Choppy or Ruben have been the MVPs so far going the hardest. RJ... Like, goes and gets dressed and changed to go here at Radio Row and then go right to the book. Uh, for some reason, he packed already this morning. I'm assuming that means you're just going to go gambling right after this, get one last shoe in. I don't know, but you've been going strong. I appreciate that. I, look, I, I, uh, I, have, I don't sleep. I don't, I don't sleep anymore. It's, I'm, I've given it up. Yeah. My, Great for your health. My doctor told me to give up alcohol. Yeah. I'm choosing sleep. I give up sleep instead. Okay. Uh, just, I'm, just, I'm tiger blood, man. I'm Charlie Sheen. Emmett Smith is going to be sitting down, we think, spitting fire like he did yesterday. Uh, the all-time leading rusher sitting down with us at 9.15 this morning. But there is an actual game to be played. So let's get the picks in. As Adam Schefter said, that someone pulled the fire alarm uh, at the San Francisco 49ers team hotel. So they have not appreciated the practice field so far, and they're not appreciating someone disrupting their sleep. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're talking about you're, you're pulling fire alarms, you're making it difficult for guys to sleep, so they're not getting any sleep. They're not practicing on a great surface. They're, it's essentially going to be 53 RJ Choppies out there preparing for this football game, oh, which yeah. does not seem to – I wonder if that's going to cause line movement, Chop. It might. Let's have RJ Choppy actually prepare you. The most bet sporting event that there is. The numbers only are going to go up even more this year. A Super Bowl version of the RJ Choppy Degenerates. All right, let's do this for you. I got four selections. I don't feel good about our Italian dinner place, Bautista's, last night leading into this. The no? Degenerate. Well, you said Bautista's. Yeah. Oh, sure, that's Italian. I like Bautista. <laughs> that's not Italian to me. <laughs> Plus, you listen to a guy whose last name is Locker on Italian food. Okay, you can't do that. Okay, yeah, you got to yeah. have a... Got to have some kind of a vowel. And Chiafalo uh, almost ordered another steak at this place. Yeah. He almost, almost did. I didn't did. care for our waitress at this place. Well, she did not care for you. Trust did she me. not? No one did. Okay. We all, all right. hated your guts. So I got I got 
two or three prop bets to throw in here for you. Um, and then I've got a couple of game picks. All do what right? you want. Do what you want. Let's do the game picks first. We're going to do a teaser here on this one, all right? So the teaser is, again, what the, what the tease is, is that you can move the line in any direction that you want. If you move, if you bet on, say, Kansas City, who is an underdog, and you tease it, now they're a two-and-a-half-point underdog. That means you get them at plus eight-and-a-half. All right? Yep. So they've had to lose the game by eight or less or win the game, and you you cash in. How much does that affect your winnings, though? Potentially, it will. It will. It will affect it a significantly. Little bit. Uh, well, because you got to couple it with a more more than one situation. So, what I would do here is you have to couple it with at least another one. So, what I would do is you're going to take that, you're going to tease that to eight and a half, and then you're going to tease the over. So, the over is forty-seven and a half right now. That brings it down to forty-one and a half. Kansas City plus eight and a half. Game total forty-one and a half. I think everybody agrees those two things are going to happen. This is going to be within eight points, and the over is going to – they're going to score more than 42 points in this game. Probably. But I – crazier things have happened than the idea that San Francisco could come out here and play, like, dominant ball. Like, I, I don't think that yeah. that's the most ridiculous thing. But we've seen enough of Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't lose. He doesn't lose games like this. And yeah. if he does, then, you know, tip your cap to him. A couple of other things. One, Christian McCaffrey over 40 receiving yards. Mm. That's even money. You bet 10, you win 10. You bet 100, you win 100, all right? That's even money, over 40 receiving yards. That's one, He needs to break one off. That's it. Um, Brandon Ayuk. 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 Ayuk is, is on fire. fire. Like you their can, hotel, apparently. Yeah, you can get him. Um, don't, 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 don't joke about that. Don't joke about that. San Francisco will think that you want to see Backdraft 2 uh, being filmed. (laughs) (laughs) No one knows that movie. Good movie. Underrated. Very good movie. Very good movie. If you think he is going to get 70 receiving yards or more, even money. I think it's a pretty decent bet he's going to get 70 receiving yards. If you want to lower it, you could get down to 60, and you got to play a little bit. It's like minus 150, so you bet 150 to 100. Still good numbers. And this is my favorite one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes over four and a half carries. Carries any scramble is a carry. Okay. All right. Any scramble. doesn't have to be like a design run. No. Any 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 scramble is a carry. So, and the reason I like this one so much is because I think the Chiefs are going to win. Kneel downs count as rushing attempts. Oh. Three kneel down. If I think the Chiefs are going to win, three kneel downs is three runs, which means you need throughout the course of the sixty minutes him to run twice. Okay. That's it. He... Unless the other team has the ball and the game ends with them, correct? Yeah, correct. Now, that again, that could pos- <laughs> That's very possible. Yeah, but he also might kneel it down prior to that. So, right. oh, I that think that over, sounds like a lock. Over four and a half, it is not four, four and a half. Huh? I, I'm saying it's a four and a half. So four and a half. Okay, because he ran five or more times in eight games this year, so it was like directly half. Half, and yeah. then you know when you factor in like. I don't know how many of those were kneel downs in those games. Um, you know, check the book and make sure that they don't have a, a separate category for kneel downs. Most don't. Most count kneel downs because you know kneel downs do count as as, uh, as negative yardage. Um, so it is it is a rush attempt. So make sure they count that. But those are the uh, the bets I would throw down this week. There it is at RJ Choppy. Got any fun game? 
prop bets that you liked or that oh, jumped I mean, out to you? No Tay Tay? We could do some prop I, bets. I, I did love the guy we were walking by yesterday recording a betting video who he's like, all right, I'm here with your prop bets. First one, the coin toss. Now, I don't have a great feel about this one. Which, yeah, why would you? It is a coin toss. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he was dead serious. It was I, no bet. Bobby. All right, so here, here you want some Taylor Swift ones? Um, yeah, let's get him out of the way. Will she be shown holding a hot dog 12 to 1? No. No, she's she's way too uh, proper for that. Will Travis Kelsey propose to her at the game? <sighs> Six to one on this one you can get. Six to one, that's it? That's no. crazy. Will Donald Trump mention her on Truth Social the day of the game? That's two to one. Does yes. he hate her? No, but he's a, he's a marketer, so he's going to mention her. Over under five and a half times she is shown on camera. The over minus 140, the under is even. How much time will be left at the game clock? When she is first shown after kickoff, the well, number is seven minutes. Okay, so they've timed out the flight from Japan from her show. I thought we were talking about halftime. I thought we were talking when about halftime. Yeah. Ooh, I thought. See, they've the, the, clearly the, done the math on it. The embassy says that she'll be here on they're time. Gonna, they're going to clear airspace like yeah. they did for Biden. They're going to have people <laughs> circling yep. the Mojave Desert. But they're also saying they also made it very clear after. <laughs> yeah. They said after kickoff. So if they show her before kickoff, it doesn't count. Okay. All right. Will Taylor Swift be shown during the halftime show? No, is no. the favorite I mean, at minus 300. Stage, right? Oh, she could be dancing and applauding and clapping. Well, I, 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 listen, I can tell you she will not be on stage. Uh, will she appear in a commercial 5-1? to one? And then will Ooh. they announce a pregnancy at Super Bowl 58? And the answer <laughs> is uh, only 8.5 to 1. Oh. So they think it's possible. <laughs> Bobby, who's going to win? You are our expert playoff predictor. I have not had a great feel about this one. I'm going uh, 49ers, 24-21. I'm going to go Chiefs because of the Mahomes factor. Let's sit down with the – and you already said you thought the Chiefs were going to win. Yep, I think they will. Let's bring in the all-time leading rusher who was spitting cowboy fire yesterday. Way alert, the great Emmett Smith in the A number one air hot seat is next. Sitting down right now on the fan cam in the A number one air. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hot Seat is the all-time leading rusher. This is the best smelling group out here. He comes bearing gifts. He used to bring some more gifts, but he is the great number 22, Emmett Smith. You said I was sitting in the hot seat? It yeah. It doesn't feel hot. Well, you were hot yesterday. Yeah, you were. You went viral, and we've been playing it multiple times here on the I show. I went viral yesterday. Yes, you did. Hey, man. Look, I want to give you props uh, because what I said earlier in the show is it feels like you all as former players, uh, we certainly as fans, uh, we're just fed up. We're fed up of all this stuff. And it feels like you, Mike, Moose was on with us being, like, really blunt. Darren Woodson saying Mike Zimmer needs to come here. It feels like you guys as the former legends, current legends, former players, are just, like, just sick of what's been happening with the Cowboys. I felt that in your clips, interview clips yesterday. Is that fair? That is very fair. Very fair. I mean, when you love an organization, I know I can only speak for myself. I've always been a Cowboy fan ever since I was a kid. And to be able to play for that organization – and give that organization your blood, sweat, and tears for 13 years, and you know what's required to become a champion, and you see some of the product that's been put out there over the last 20-some years, uh, you have to ask yourself three levels of questions. One, what does it look like from an ownership standpoint? What does it look like from a, a leadership standpoint, meaning the head coaching? And then what does it look like from the player's perspective? And even in the player's perspective, you got three levels there. you got guys that are self-motivated, guys that you don't have to worry about, but you may have to just guard them, guide them every now and then. Then you have guys in the middle. And Jimmy used to talk about it all the time. And, and, and right now, when you look at all three levels, they're not lining up. They are not lining up together. And that can be the biggest issue. You were surprised they brought Mike back? Zimmer? <laughs> no, were you surprised they brought <laughs> McCarthy back? <laughs> we talk about Zimmer, too. Yeah. Uh, yes, I was surprised. And the reason why I was surprised is because the things that were talked about last year, things that were discussed last year. Yeah. And then when you let Kellen go and, you, and, and, and Mike is running the offense as the coordinator and everything else, and there's supposed to be some level of commitment to the level of running a rock. Uh, and – I didn't see that. And then uh, when you start looking at some of the things that transpired late in the season, from a, from a head coaching standpoint, some of the decisions that was made by the coordinator himself, uh, it didn't line up. And, and, and so, uh, and the way we got bounced out of the playoff, oh, my gosh, it was such an embarrassing moment. I know. I didn't want to be here this week. Yeah, it, People I, I hate, about laughing at us. I hate <laughs> even talking about it because the more I talk about it, the more – the anger, the more anger I get. Yeah. I'm serious. I can't, I can't drink enough of this stuff to get. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, because, like, you know, we, we've always, uh, you, you'll hear fans say, like, you know, we, we, we want to, we want it more than the players. Like, you know, that, that, they don't want it more. They, they, they take it harder than the players do. Well, but I'm not. Uh, do you feel like that's the case then? Well, I, I think there's, I think players do take it hard too. Uh, I mean, I think, I think the players themselves were embarrassed by San Fran. And I think they got embarrassed at the end yeah. by Green Bay. And, and there were signs of what I would call fight when we came back and we went to Philadelphia. We fought Philadelphia. They ended up losing it. But there was some fight there. You saw the fight. And then 
<laughs> you get to the end and you see Detroit rise up. And you see what happened and transpired at the end of the Detroit game, which really, really mm. gave me a clear indication that something is way off. Because whether or not your coach called plays and his three pass plays in a row and all you got to do is just run the clock down to under a minute and you don't, and then you have a quarterback that throws the ball out of bounds versus taking the sack because they're out of timeouts. Yeah. The thing that it's like people talk about game managers. It's game situations. It's yeah. not managing. It's game situation and understanding game situations. And um, that right there, I almost, ooh, boy. You <laughs> Were about, you there? If you could have saw my Oh, you thought it was the Jimmy Knight. Man, it was the Jimmy Knight. Yeah. And I hate to see things like a great Jimmy Knight get ruined by some some bad decision making. Yeah. And and whether it's on a coach or the players. I mean, it, 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 it is it, things like that just does, should not happen. Emmett Smith here on the fan. Do you do you have the, these conversations with Jerry? Uh, he obviously comes on our stage. Bro. <laughs> Bro, let me ask you this. Whenever whenever. Have you ever heard of a billionaire taking advice from a millionaire? (laughs) (laughs) But a football champion, uh, you know, Jerry tries to talk about taking advice from people. A football champion to a billionaire non-football player. Magnate. Um, I don't know. This is what I want to get to. People say, oh, as long as Jerry's in control, they'll never win. It's about the business and the culture is not right. What do you say back to all that? Well, you know he wants to win. Yeah. He <laughs> he wants to win like the team supposed to want to win. Yeah. Um but somehow or another uh like I said there's three levels to this thing. There's a tremendous disconnect and if people ask me all the time, what's the difference between our team and the current last or the last 20 years of Cowboys. Let's yeah. just look at it from that perspective. One, when Jerry bought the team, it was at its lowest point. It was at its lowest point. And the only, you, the only way you can go lower than that is not to win a game at all. <laughs> and so one is one in 15 was at its lowest point. Yeah. And then obviously the rebuilding and everything takes a little time, but it happened quicker. And so we had nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. And so once you go up, the only place you can go now is down. Yeah. And so we've been down for such a long time. I mean, you can call it like this, a yo-yo. The inconsistency mm-hmm. and the, the prism which I look at the Cowboys and the lens which I look at the Cowboys and every player that comes in and every coach that comes to the Cowboys organization, I look at it through the lens of, okay, we've seen greatness. We know what three out of four looks like. Yeah. We know what those teams are supposed to be built like. When you come to the Cowboys, I shouldn't have to tell you what you're coming into. You should know automatically. Forget the start. That's automatically coming. America's team is already there waiting on you. Mm. You got to be ready for America's team. And what you got to go through to earn the right to be that champion for America's team. We already did it. Y'all ain't did it yet. Mm. You want what we got, but you got to go through what we went through to get it. And that's two different things. They can talk about working hard. They don't even practice like we used to. Yeah. So how can you work as hard? <laughs> you got to be extra focused. You know, it, it, you got to do the little things. Yeah. And the little things is not 
just being a superstar, whether you're on offense or defense, because I saw Dion and I saw Charles Haley. Charles Haley was working with Tony Tobert, Tony Casillas, the whole D-line. Chad, he was working with them, teaching them certain kind of drills. Russell Mel, he was working with them after practice, mm. working with them. Big as, a big of a, a superstar player that Charles Haley was. Deion Sanders was the same way mm. with all of the DBs. He made everybody better. It wasn't just about him. Irvin was the same way with the, with the wide receivers. Jay did the same thing with the tight ends. And our offensive linemen, they all worked together in harmony. And when it came down to the backfield, that was already on lock. And everybody, it was already on lock. Yeah, Moose led the way. Yeah, and linebacker, <laughs> and linebacker core was the same way. We jailed together. We played dominoes together. We played cards together. And so we did so much, we got in trouble together. Yeah. Everything, was, everything was together. Yeah, right. Everything was together. And so we loved one another. I'm not sure how the chemistry is with this team. I think today's football is completely different. It's a lot of individuals. It's about people doing their own thing and getting, building their own brand. We built brands within the success of the team. Yeah. We didn't take it outside of that. Yeah. And I think that part is missing. Now, these – these, these, these guys are dealing with things like social media and everything else, things that we didn't have to deal with, which is fine. But you got to know when to put that stuff aside. Everything is not about bringing everybody into your world. Mm. Your world needs to be about the 53 that you have. But when you march out of that, that, that field, we're we going out here to knock somebody's head off. I don't care who it is. And we're going to play at a level of intensity that's required. I see, and I, I, I'm disappointed now because Dan Quinn is going now. Or is he going to take Al, Al Harris with him? And Al Harris, hell of a coach. Mm. Hell of a coach. Yeah. I lost one phone. I ain't trying to lose two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you mentioned there the, the importance of cohesion and you yeah. guys working together and, and having that sort of thing. I know Nate Newton has said a lot recently that he's like, there's not enough mean on this current football team. He's like, we had James Washington was mean. He's like, even down to Kevin Gogan was mean. mean. And he's like, Michael Irvin was mean. He's like, these guys aren't mean. They're, they're, he's like, you can talk about them being tough football players or whatever else. He's like, we need bullies here. You know what tough looked like? Tough looked like what San Francisco did to us. Uh-huh. And you saw what being bullied looked like? They bullied us. <laughs> you saw what when you get bullied? how people feel, yeah. that was a clear reflection yeah. of bully, us bully. not coming back. And so all you got to do is just challenge this team at that level. So if you're not built like that from the head down, you're not going to play to that level. You can try to. We did it when we went to Philadelphia. We tried to play at that level, but yet you got to play at that level all the time. You just can't turn it on when you want to and think that it's just going to rise up. Mm. It's got to be tough, too, in this era, though, like, there's so much turnover now. I mean, these guys are free with the salary cap. I mean, yeah. you're getting 30 or 40 new guys. Not not not, not quite that much, but, but each year it's got to be tough to build that camaraderie too. It can be, it can be because you're bringing in other players too that that needs to adapt your culture. Yeah, they're mercenaries a lot of a lot of times. Hey, <laughs> the military do it all the time. Mm. They infuse somebody in the mix. You know what? You fall in line. When you're coming into the organization, unless you're Deion Sanders and going to shut down one side of the field, you got to acquiesce to, to that organization. And, and in, in some cases, Deion said this yesterday. Uh, we was on with Rich Eisen, Mike and I, and Deion was on before us. He talked about coming into that locker room. And 
and how that locker room was, was completely different. And Charles Haley talks about it too, how we were different. And it's all because we all had the same vision and the same mission. Michael knew what my mission and my goals were. He knew I wanted to win the Super Bowl. I, he laughed at me when I told him I wanted to become the all-time leading rusher. Hmm. But he knew how serious I was about that. James Washington saw my goal list, and I tried to hide it because I'm 21 years old, and I'm talking to James Washington. He comes in, see my goal list on my, on my Western. I try to hide it amongst other, other bills. <laughs> he looked at it, reads it, sets it down, and walked out the, uh, out of my apartment. And, and then he, he said, I knew, I saw how you started to work. Michael taught me how to work. So you don't have to come into a team and not seek wisdom from the team itself. Yeah. You don't have to be isolated. Now, like I said, we, we got a bunch of individuals that has to come together as one body. Yeah. Offense, defense, and special team. And the staff have to do the same thing. You don't always you, – you know the game. You know game situations. Mike McCarthy knows game situations. So what, would, what, would his, what was in his head when he said, okay, we're going to throw the ball three straight times? Yeah. And two incompletions. If anything, I would have said to Dak, Dak, we're throwing this ball. Don't throw this ball out of bounds. <laughs> Take a sack. Yeah. Take a sack. Yeah. Somebody should have said that. And, and if Dak didn't already have it in his own head, well, Dak, he should have been saying, well, damn, this, is, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Who's challenging who? What are you questioning? Questioning. There were times when they called a, a pass play, <laughs> and Troy would change it to a run play because he knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And at times we get in the fog, including coaches, in terms of what we're calling, and we forget the situation. And so I, I just see yeah. the fan text is going crazy. They're, 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 they're saying preach. Uh, so you're about to go viral again. <laughs> DFW. <laughs> Emmett Smith, and I, I do want to talk a lot about tequila, um, and I'm not just saying that because of how long you've been doing this with us, but the big Dak discussion seems right. to he finished second in MVP last night. Right. The whole thing, Emmett, seems to boil down to amongst fans and media is can he – is, is he going to crumble in the playoffs? Does he have a mental block? Does he have the yips? Re- great regular season type numbers. What do you do with extending him and all that stuff? Where do you stand now when it comes to Dak? You're not going to get anyone better. Period. Not without developing them. Yeah. And as we talked about, the league, there's so much turnover right now. Who are you going to get to develop? You don't have time to develop someone. He's already your guy. And he's, he's shown you that he can get it done. It's about preparation and that, that mental toughness that has to be developed throughout the whole entire team. Um, and, and that you got to build those calluses, man. <laughs> the calluses to the point where. Show them your feet, Chop. <laughs> <laughs> Full of calluses, <laughs> Drop some of that on us. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting the alcohol burn on, wasted on that. No, I mean, it's, it, to me, it is, uh, it, it, it's not that we don't have a talent. We've had the talented, most talented teams for a long time. Yeah. It to me is the mentality and the focus of the whole entire organization. And I don't want to make no excuses for nobody. And the, including the organization shouldn't even be making excuses for themselves. Yeah. They, this you have established a level of greatness. What if the what have taken you away from that? Yeah. 
what 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 do we we're, we're so we're so good now at picking and you got great guys that's bringing in the right talent but how do you develop that talent and make that talent help that talent come together last football thing we have to get your reaction to the news last night uh the Metroplex devastated again for Darren Woodson. Yes. Not going into the Hall of Fame. Your yes. reaction to that? I, I'm extremely disappointed, too, because when you talk about our football team, we had so many great players and players that are worthy of being in the Hall of Fame. Uh, when you talk about Eric Williams, for example, uh, who went up against Reggie White and practically learned how to shut him down. Yeah. Uh, I mean – deserve least consideration. Darren Wilson himself um, in our ring of honor and have done what he did, did for, the, for the years that he played, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. We and that whole team and that era deserve to have more players than Troy, Michael, myself, uh, Charles Haley, Larry Allen. And I think that's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's it. You got the all-time leading rusher. In the Hall of Fame. And you got one lineman? Yeah. Yeah. The one lineman didn't do it all by himself. What about the other side? <laughs> yeah. There's so much. And then you're talking about. They're have, still putting 70 Steelers in. Every day. <laughs> insane. Every day. <laughs> every insane. day. Let, it's insane. Let, let's, uh, I want to talk about this tequila. You've been doing this with us for years. Yeah. And you were kind of there in the beginning, and now everyone has a brand, and now tequila's taken over yeah. kind of as the number one liquor. Let's talk about the growth of it and, and, and where you are with it now I've with Heredera. I've been with Heredera for 13 years now. Uh, we started in 2010 back in Dallas at Super Bowl 45. We, they had the billboards and everything all around the city as I was advertising and representing Heredera. I've seen the category itself, the tequila category, expand exponentially over the last 13 years. And, uh, but I've been with this brand for that long, and the brand has been good to me, and I've been good to the brand, I hope. I haven't brought any shame to it anyway, but maybe after today's conversation. Might <laughs> <laughs> yeah. people, you just people, sold a lot of people, bottles. People might think I've been drinking too much of this stuff. <laughs> no, no, but uh, it's just been a great partnership uh the hacienda itself the way that they distill everything the way that they take care of the tequila the agave is 100 percent blue agave they got 22,000 acres of agave fields down there and so this right here brand it may not be the most marketable marketed brand but this brand right here is top notch how's emmett smith sipping his or drinking his tequila i'm sipping mine on ice with a with with, with obviously anejo or double barrel repo and I'm going to slap, put in the orange wedge in it. If it's a double barrel repo, then I may throw a little Grand Marnier on top of it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pimping like that. Well, <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> you used to be pimping, bringing us a bottle each. What happened? Yeah, well, what was going on? I, I, I need y'all to share this. <laughs> hey, Schlereth was our top guest of the week. You just took it over. Yeah, the great. And right, right. it's spitting the truth y'all be on good, the man. home of the Cowboys. Later. 105.3 The Fan. Thank you, 22. In the A number one air hot seat. We cross talk. Mike Bassick leads it with KMC next on The Fan. Let's get it's the Mike Bassick <laughs> Super shots. Bowl crosstalk. You squat down. Mr. Thousand Ear mm-hmm. Ruben is uh, working really hard to replace some batteries that just went out He's on the them. mobile microphone. microphone. So yesterday, you guys left to go take your morning naps. No nap. While you did that, Nico Harrison was wide awake. Mm. All right, so since Sean doesn't have headsets... Uh, Choppy, I know you are really invested in this NBA season. <laughs> yeah, like every season. Big time, man. Do you like the trades that the Mavericks made, starting with Gafford? Well, I mean. You probably watched him in college. Uh, no. no, probably not. <laughs> um, probably not. Uh, I might have. I have no idea. <laughs> Who's to say? Okay. Yeah, you, you probably bet on his games and didn't realize I it. probably yeah. did. Arkansas. I can see that. I, I, I definitely watched Arkansas games, <laughs> so I'm sure I saw him in college. Uh, that is one that is it's like, okay, that, that, that's not bad because now it gives them an opportunity to have a big man when Lively's off the floor. So, yeah, thumbs up on that one. All right, Bobby, what do you think of the Mavs trades? I'll just tell you, as I've slept on it, I like it a little bit more, and here's why, as I give you kind of my opinion. Both these guys are 25 years old. They're not making $25, $35 million. If this isn't the right fit, if you play 30 games and it doesn't look great, I put on some Tim Collins. Uh, you did. Nice. I smell that. It smells very good. Who is that? Who smells good? So I look at it and go, if it doesn't work out, the Mavericks have room to move these guys for maybe pieces that fit better. I do think there's the possibility of these pieces fitting great, but there's also the possibility of it just not working out great either. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a possibility of it. I don't see any way that this team, though, is going to be worse than they were three days ago. Like, yeah. like, like I think they oh, definitely yeah. improved. That's That, to me, is an objective factor. Look, now, the fact that this team has been so bad defensively whenever Derek Lively's not out there, like, I think it's okay. Now you've got somebody with some size and Gafford, somebody who can contest shots, somebody who can get rebounds. And I think that P.J. Washington's clearly an upgrade over what Grant Williams was getting you. So I don't see any way that – this is a negative for them right now. I think they definitely – I think they have a much better shot at winning a playoff series today than they did yeah. yesterday. Sean, I do think I give Nico Harrison the credit on this because when Luka Doncic was 19, 20 years old, the Mavs made a lot of moves like, we better do it now. And I'm yeah. thinking, he's only 19 or 20. Why aren't you getting younger players to go with him to build something? Yeah. So my opinion, Sean, and you can work off of this, is – I do give Nico a lot of credit here because this is a very different way things have gone over the last two years versus what was happening the first three years of Luka Doncic. And I think one of them intentionally leaked that to Woj 
of we 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 did we did it we, Luca we he wanted this we did this to make Luca happy right to placate make sure it's known you're the man you're in charge um, look I'm not like Bobby thinking that they're a three on the one to ten championship contender scale uh, but selfishly I'm happy to have a reason to watch the second half of the Mavs season and be intrigued. That's yes. my number one thing. <clears throat> With you. Because I was tired of it. You know, I swapped baseball for basketball. I'm like, okay, like, Mike, all the stuff you're saying about effort and people saying you just turn on an NBA game and just jacking up threes and RJ being more interested in the college game than the pros, I now have a reason. They're not going to win the championship. I don't think they're going to be a threat. Um, but I have a reason to see how these pieces fit. Watch P.J. Washington. Watch the big man. Uh, and I have intrigue and interest for the second half of the Mavs until I get bored. How long? Yeah, how long before you get bored? <laughs> Depends on how good they are. Yeah, I think that's a huge factor. And, but Jason Kidd's like patience. What the hell are you doing What's on the on? camera, RJ? What? What's going what on? I'm just like I, I have a, like that weird OCD thing, and I didn't like the way that thing was stuck on the. Well, you're messing with it, and it's near your private part, <laughs> so it looks like you're messing with your private I mean, part. <laughs> if I have a pink one. Then maybe I have a problem. Mike, uh, Bobby said something earlier. I want to see if you agree. He says, okay, they might not win the title. They're probably not going to win the title. But this gives them a real chance of a first-round playoff win. I do think it gives them a better chance. I think the the tough thing is right now there's four teams that are locked in in the top four spots. You're probably not going to have a better record than them. Those teams all have, I believe, 16 losses today. And the Mavericks have, if I have this right, 24 losses, maybe 23 losses. Yeah, it's 24. You're probably not going to catch them. So you're going to have to play in the first round. You're going to have to play Denver, which I think is a five- or six-game series at best that Denver takes. Yeah. Minnesota, I will say this. I'm not convinced about Minnesota. Uh, here's the deal. Cat is soft. Yeah. Uh, I understand how great of a season he's having and the record they're having. Rudy Gobert over the last three years Uh. has shown you that he can't play in the playoffs. For some reason with Utah, they have to to rip him out of the rotation going, crap, Rudy Gobert's killing us. And then Anthony Edwards, I do believe, is a superstar in the making. I don't – hey – He's not getting crushed yet because he hasn't failed in the playoffs yet. That's what happens to NBA players is we love them, and then they make the playoffs, and then we start really critiquing their game if they're winning or losing. So I do think Minnesota's better than Dallas. I would pick Minnesota in seven, but I'm not convinced about that team because I think Carl Anthony Towns is soft. I think Rudy Gobert struggles. And then I look at Oklahoma City. They're a young team. They're better than the Mavericks, but they are a young team. Added Hayward. Yes, I don't. I don't think that's much. To be honest, I think his career's over. Uh, and Sounds then about white. A, 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 like a, I think he's Chandler. Oh, I think he's. Goodness. I think he's the new Chandler Parsons. Goodness who like goodness. you see this ability, you see this talent, but he's never healthy enough to give you yeah. that ability and that talent. Chandler's and then better looking. The other team, which you are zero and two against yeah. in the playoffs, is the Clippers. Now, the one thing about the Clippers is, will Harden turn into playoff Harden and playoff P? And They're, they fall asleep in a game too. And then can Kawhi Leonard stay healthy for seven games in a playoff series? Like, <laughs> that, that is always a major question. They're better than the Dallas Mavericks. I would pick right now the Clippers in seven, but all it takes is Kawhi's knee to bug him, yeah. James Harden to turn into playoff James Harden, and then you're like, wow, this is awesome. Like, yeah. he's, he's you know, turning into Dak Prescott in the playoffs. Is, again, this is great. And so, we're going to add Dimwitty, possibly. But I would pick all four of those teams to beat the Mavs in a series, but I think they would have a shot now uh, to beat them. The thing is, is you got to get 
Kevin, we talked about this yesterday. Somehow you got to get more out of P.J. Washington yes. than Charlotte was able to get out of him. And, and that's, that's a tough call because I feel like a couple of other teams have faltered hoping for that same thing. But if you can get him to improve 4 5% from three, that's a whole yeah. new ball game here. Yeah, and I, we talked about this yesterday. Just to be a consistent player, when, you, when P.J. Washington takes the court, you're saying, hey, I know he's going to give us somewhere between 13 and 18 points. I, if you give us 27 one night and five the next night, it's, it's really tough to coach those guys. Well, and the other thing is if you get 13 to 18 points, I'm good with that, but is it going to be on eight shots or 17 shots? You know, yeah. that, like, that's something we need to watch out for as And well. then the other thing, too, is Chop, yeah. I don't know if you were watching last night. By the way, I went downstairs at 4 p.m. The game's at 4.30 here, Vegas mm-hmm. time. Because when I saw the injury report that Brunson's out, I went downstairs to bet it, and the line went from three and a half to seven. Woo! And so I'm when, surprised they kept it on the board. And so when it went to seven, yeah. I was just like, ah, that's too many points. With eight Knicks playing, I just I don't know about this. NBA basketball's tough. Like you don't know if your team's going to show up or not. Third game Fantastic. in four nights, and I'm like, I don't know if they're going to show up or not. I was going to bet them at three and a half. Going, I will I will take the Mavs at three and a half with this many injuries. Uh, on the Knicks. So it was at seven. It was after at three and a half most of the day. When I went down at four p.m. when Brunson was officially out, I went downstairs and the board said it's Mavs by seven. It's surprising he's only worth three and a half points. Yeah. So is Luca's nose not as bad as broken as Lively's? Like it's broken. The oh. mask doesn't fit. Levels of breaks. That's yeah. That's, that's, an, must be. that's an interesting. It's not. Point. It's not a custom mask because they've been make, on. They've been on the road. Is it a custom vid? I don't know what that means. Good um, Lord. I do. Yeah, you do. Here's the other deal. Holy I'm not going to talk to RJ anymore, Sean. He's not taking this seriously. You weren't even yeah, talking to him. Exactly. Hey, Spencer Dinwiddie's coming back. Does that make the trade even better that we just saw Spencer <laughs> Dinwiddie for, like, one, yeah. one yes. season? Like, now yeah. you just traded Dorian Finney-Smith and a first-round pick because it looks like Dinwiddie's coming Spencer back. Spencer's been and Jason, I Jason Kidd did say, uh, you know, when you add one, two, maybe three players, like in that part of the conversation, like that could be the third player they had. There. Wasn't it Dimwitty whose numbers I was looking up the other day, and he's been awful yeah, since he's been he was in like Dallas. Twenty-two percent. He's awful everywhere in his career except for Dallas. That if you look at his stats for his so career, Hell you're just yeah. like, this is weird. He's only good with the Dallas Mavericks. Everywhere <laughs> else, he is a inefficient scorer. Buy low, baby. Buy like low. Gary Trent. Well, he, he's a league minimum. Right, He's by like, low, yeah. absolutely. And I think that he might look at it and go, for some reason I succeed in Dallas. I stink everywhere else. 16 and boy, points. The wow. other thing, too, he wore out his welcome in Brooklyn. when he yeah. went. Like They were like, we are so happy to get rid of this person. Washington was so, ready, so happy to get rid of that person. But we never heard, at least in Dallas, that Dinwiddie was an issue right. in yeah, Dallas's um, you know, locker room. So, Corey, I know I'm running out of time here on my crosstalk, and I want to make Mike. sure – that you get in the big Friday before the big game, before baseball season starts on yeah, Monday. Yeah, that's right, baby. Uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars co-owner. Oh, Jaguars. Tony Khan joins us oh. at 1020. Um, uh, we also have, I'll let you know if we get Trevor Lawrence. Michael T-Law. Irvin at 1140. Warren Sapp was moved uh, to today uh, at 1220. If T-Lock comes over here, I'll miss my flight. I'll have him sign my arm, and then I'll go to that tattoo parlor shop in our Heck hotel yeah, and go man. get no Trevor way. Lawrence on Nothing really? you could do would be more awkward than what he did to Sam Hartman yesterday. Oh, Yelling out here, Radio Row. Who's Sam Hartman? 
He's Sam quarterback Zaddy. at uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. Okay. Probably the best. Oh, the handsome incredibly man. Incredibly attractive. Oh, so this guy. I mean, like a soap opera star. One time I saw him with full beard throwing in the snow, and I was like, "What's even happening?" Dan Orlovsky's right a good looking rest of guy. Dan, what did he do though? Oh. Shut up. Mike. Like, what, what? Oh, he took a picture with Choppy. Oh, he got the picture. That's that's a picture. I said, dude, you're my man crush. Hey, yeah. why do you oh like him God. so much? Because, because of that? Why do I like him? Because of that? Hands, man. Look, at Look at that. Look at that jawline. You just like him because of his looks? He looks like the Marlboro Man. I mean, that. the guy, he just well, exudes he rugged like, masculinity. He looks like Br- oh, Brawny, not Bounty. Oh, that means our time's up. Brawny oh, James. you guys are headed back to Dallas. Thank yeah. Hey, you guys did a great job this week. Knuckleballs, hey, great job putting everything together, Sean. Thanks, You're a good Mike. teammate. Love you, brother. Choppy, good conversation you had Wednesday Michael. at the uh, buffet. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Holy All right. crap. What did you guys talk about? Coming up. They with their plates. The food yeah, the eating. plates. Mike oh and KC and the Masterpiece yeah! on 105.3 The Fan. Love you guys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 